y'all, we have been talking about this for a while. We have talked about it on every episode her and I have done together, and we have something finally in the works for you as an entrepreneur. We present to you the reframe. The reframe. A wellness retreat for entrepreneurs. For the spiritual entrepreneur. For the spiritual entrepreneur. So what is the reframe? Well, Kelly and I have obviously been on our own spiritual journeys. Kelly has been on a spiritual journey since she walked out of the womb. (laughs) We all have. See? (laughs) (laughs) I have been on one really deeply for the last few years. And what we have come to realize and know and all of these tools and skills that we've used in our own businesses to become the entrepreneurs that we are today, we want to give you. So the reframe was really born out of the need to give entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, a place to recharge, a place to ground yourself, a place to learn, a place to be enlightened, and ultimately a place to connect with other like-minded people. Absolutely. I mean, we are given tools all the time from different type of perspectives, and now we have a spiritual perspective to use these tools to help you be the best type of entrepreneur in the business and help you connect with the clientele and manifest the clientele that you want. And maybe you're like, I'm not really an entrepreneur. I would like to be. This is also for you. Like the the tools that we're going to give you, the modalities that we're going to practice at this retreat are going to be transformational for anyone, whether you have one business, a half a business or 19 businesses. It is taking place June 5th, Saturday, June 5th, in Palm Desert, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Joshua Tree, it's in the desert of California. And I know what you're thinking, Danielle, I don't live there. Well, we're going to have a virtual ticket and we will have three tiers total of different ticket prices that you can have. So tier one will be the virtual ticket, which will give you access to the workshops, the classes, all the things that we do throughout the day. You will have virtual access to that. That price is 111. 111, baby. 111. The second tier is our all access pass, which is for anyone who wants to make the trek to the desert with us and stay at this beautiful home uh, for the day, which will be, it will include a sound bath. It's going to include Reiki. It's going to include breath work, maybe some yoga, delicious Mm -hmm. food, awesome workshops, breakout sessions, all the things that you'll need to recharge and you'll get to do it in person. And that price is set at 333. And then we have something very special called the VIP inner circle. And that is All of the things we just listed, plus you get an invitation to stay in the house with us that night, including a very intimate dinner, uh, an acoustic performance. There will be a pool. There'll be a jacuzzi. It'll just be a time that you can get like a one-on-one past life regression reading with Kelly. We can talk human design. We can, you can connect with the other people and we have very, very limited space for that. And that is a ticket that is set at 555, which will include your entire stay. Yes. I just really hope that whether you can join us virtually or in person, you really make this a priority and you do it with us because 
this is something, right, Kelly, like we've been talking about this for months and Mm -hmm. the way that mine and Kelly's brain works is it just like kind of creates in our brains. And then when it's ready, it just like bleeds and oozes out of us. And I think that's where we're at. It it definitely does. Like every time we talk about just our, our own spiritual journeys, they match up and they come from different perspectives, which is so beautiful. And we both explain them differently. And I think that's what's so great for any type of entrepreneur is that, that you're going to get so many different angles to work with when it comes to being fulfilled in who you are and in your divine and stepping into your divine truth and using that to help build a better version in your of being in your business. This is not a like business coaching class that you're coming to. This is a spiritual wellness retreat. So it does not matter what your business is, whether you're in network marketing, whether you're in the photography industry, whether you are in the real estate business, whether you make faux fur panties on the internet, <laughs> you could have an OnlyFans account. I don't yeah. care. Any entrepreneur, any person who is entrepreneurial minded or in need of a spiritual wellness retreat is welcome and we would love to have you and registration is officially open and we're not doing the thing where we raise the prices at the last minute we just want this to feel like a full body yes if we're, if we're talking about this and you're getting that feeling inside of you that we've been getting talking about it i'm going to tell you that you got to just go for it you got to just go for it because Anything, any other feeling than that is just your ego trying to keep you the same. And I can promise you when you leave this weekend with us, you will not be the same. Absolutely. And if you're probably thinking like, well, I'm not a spiritual person. I don't do any of this woo-woo stuff. Even just to come and be around energy that will help hype you up. If you're feeling stuck in your business or anything, or just even wanting a different type of view and perspective of things, come hang out with us, feel our energy. And I hope that it will reset and recharge you. See you soon. Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship. So I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on The Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. I am pumped about this episode because I just feel like sometimes I meet people on this show that like are just an energetic match and I'm just so aligned with. And that guest this week is Amanda Merritt. She, you know, was climbing the corporate ladder just like most of us and was not fulfilled and was unhappy and she felt like she was completely uninspired and she wanted to have more impact on a bigger community. So she began what she calls to, she began calling in her higher purpose in life. And she began grounding into source as a higher power to bring um, kind of a greater ambition into fruition. And she started a blog in 2013, sharing her own transformational journey. And then of course, readers began to ask how they could work with her. So Naturally, that led to her starting, you know, down the road of becoming a spiritual coach. So she was certified for that in 2014 and she began taking on clients. And then by 2017, uh, she quit her corporate job and became her own leader. 
And now she serves celebrities, she serves entrepreneurs, she serves high-level leaders all in all areas of their career. And um, she runs a coaching certification program called Illuminated, where she teaches other people to have that same certification that she has. She's amazing. And her podcast is also called Illuminated. I hope that you go listen to it. I just really loved this conversation. And we just, she's just a, a soul sister right from the start. And I love meeting people like that because, you know, I don't believe it happens for an accident. And I don't believe that the universe like brings things to me by accident, but just the stuff that she's been able to do and the, the, magnitude of the impact she's been able to have in such a short amount of time is pretty impressive. And she, um, you'll hear her attribute it all to finding alignment in her life. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And if it is your first time to On The Daily, welcome. Welcome to the family. We're so glad you're here. Uh, You can listen to any episode as they are not in any order. My Instagram is Danielle underscore on the daily. Come hang out with us. Give me a follow and let me know that you listened to this episode with Amanda. Without further ado, here we go. All right, on the daily family, we have Amanda Merritt in the house. Welcome to the show. Welcome to On the Daily. Hi, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me on. I can already tell this is going to be an amazing, fun conversation. I agree. And I'm okay. So I'm the person where I. for anybody listening to this, I will get messages from like, like agents and people being like, I have a great guest for your show. And so when I got an email from your agent, I was like, I read maybe three sentences of someone's (laughs) bio. And if it Uh feels like a yes, I'm like, yep, let's do it. And then I always feel like they want to ask more like, okay, but do you want more information? I'm like, nope, I don't. I you already know. Feel it. We know. I read like finding intuition in your business and I was like, done. We're done. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about and it's going to be awesome. So I love I it. I agree. I think this is going to be amazing. I want to know, how did you get into this line of work? You're obviously this like amazing intuitive coach. You work with like entrepreneurs, male, female, you work in the feminine energy. How did that start for you? Yeah. And I moved my private practice and more into the celebrity space now. So things have been grown, not from nothing. And it's been, I've definitely had a lot of things that I've moved through and grown over the years. So my business actually started well before 2015, 2015 is when I took my first paying client, but I started actually a spiritual blog back in 2013. But what drove me to the blog is the reason why I'm here. It wasn't just a business idea. It wasn't just something that I wanted to create to get me out of corporate job. Like it was truly, it was, it's, it's been a calling of mine to teach this from my own personal experiences. And, you know, I was just sharing this with someone earlier today because she asked, was there a moment that life kind of shook you to, to wake you up to this journey? And absolutely. I feel like sometimes there's these challenges that we move through that we go through to shake us out of our current patterns. If we're not paying attention, right. To awaken us to something more. I believe that one of the most exciting ways that we can grow is through challenges and things that come up because they bring things to our attention. Discomfort is meant to help us grow. Discomfort is a call up or it's a call to continue being miserable. So for me, it was in my dating patterns with men. So I was in corporate America. Yeah, I was in corporate America, climbing the ladder and worked in corporate staffing, was Miss Corporate America, worked for the same company for seven years, you know, climbed the ladder, held held all these roles, was kind of a, you know, I'll say self-proclaimed badass because I had my sights set high. So I was like, there's no way I'm not going to be successful. And that's why I was. But all along, at the same time, my dating life was a hot mess. And it's like, you know, you can have one area of your life 
like bumping and grinding. And then the other one kind of feeling like it's not, you know, and for me, I always lack self-worth in dating and specifically, you know, I would manifest and create and call it these relationships and have these experiences where like men didn't want to commit to me and, or weren't showing up fully emotionally. And so it came to this point on my journey where I was on and off kind of dating someone and long story short, a night out of drinking that didn't end very well at the time. (laughs) I saw him out with somebody else, another woman. And uh, I decided that that was the last, that was a straw for me. And, you know, I'd already been exploring law of attraction and creating our own reality and personal development just a little bit. And at that point, it was like up in the ante for me. I remember going to the store, getting a stack of books. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not settling for this anymore. It's got to be a me thing. Like, what can I do to change this? Because I'm miserable sitting in my own discomfort and feeling unlovable and unworthy and not enough. And what I found through this whole process is the men weren't choosing me because I wasn't choosing me first. I really wasn't. I, you, you know, realize it, right? Cause you were, I so, did realize you had your head in the tunnel of like corporate America need to promote, you need to get X, Y, Z that like everything else was just like blinders. Yeah. And it's like, I, I wasn't very confident growing up. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence and I was very shy and kind of a wallflower. And I had to push myself through that in business, but in love, I still just, I would look around and be like, why are all my friends in relationships? And here I am this single gal. I have like my shit together in in this area. Why not? And really, truly, it was because I was looking for love outside of me. There's a a sense of like almost desperation that I was putting out there. Like, why not? Why not me? Why not me? You know? And I, was always like that girl is just always making herself available and, you know, over giving. And even though I feel like I still kind of had it going on looking back, I, there was like a, um, an energy that I was putting out that it wasn't a self-love energy. It wasn't a queen energy. It wasn't queen. Amanda wasn't entering the building where, you know, she's the chat yet. She had not entered the chat in her dating life, you know, where she was owning herself. She just wanted everyone to like her and love her. And that's okay, you know, because when we have these awarenesses, then we get to take a look at the pieces of our heart where we don't feel enough. And then started my beautiful journey with myself of choosing myself and dating myself first and loving myself first and realizing that I created this. There's a part of me that created this experience. And I believe that anything we've created for ourselves in any area of life, money, business, relationships, if we created it, we can uncreate it. If we got ourselves in, we can get ourselves out. How much mm-hmm. do you think, cause you're, I know like there's people listening to this. That I have so many entrepreneurs that listen to my show and they're like, why is she talking about her dating life? If like, this is about business. Like, uh-huh. I want to know from your perspective, cause like, I know how I feel about this, but from your perspective, like how important, like it can't just be personal life or business. Like I feel like it's life, everything we've been taught to like put everything into a box, but mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit because like it does, I think it bleeds. Like I think whatever, yeah. you know, wherever you're whatever you're putting out into your business in one area is going to show up in another. Like it just, it's all connected and it's all relative, right? Yeah. Well, it does all blend. And for me, like this was the start of my journey, but this created the tools and the skills that I learned from unlocking that inside of myself are now in every single area of my life. It's in my leadership, right? Um, So when you are owning yourself, then you're confident. And I believe that confidence actually, and is the key to unlocking our intuition, to trusting our intuition in every area of our life. 
And what I have found is success is in every single area and worth is important in every single area. For me, that was the strain in which it came. But that deep healing that I did at that point in time actually unlocked everything for me regarding even in business and opportunities and trusting my guidance when it came in and the visions that I was getting for my life. And for after that point, you know, after that breakthrough, that's actually what got me started writing the blog, right? That was the thing that actually was my key to business. And so our own pain, our own passion is actually in the intuitive hits that you're having and the the challenges you're facing are actually your, I believe also your key to success. And so for me, I took self-worth and ran with that and started teaching on intuition, self-worth, loving ourselves. And that actually has what is what has built my business today was that my pain that I turned into my passion. And now I've made a lot of money off of that issue that I had and, and helped so many people. And for me, like, so it's like, that was really, truly the catalyst for following my intuition that has led me to this. I think that's amazing. I I love how you, you said like at that point in your life, you had like dabbled in like spiritual, you know, your spiritual practice. Cause I think, I feel like I've been, I, I know where I've been in that spot too, where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling these patterns and not everybody recognizes the patterns, right? Like that, right. I want to know, how do you rec- like, how do you recognize the pattern? Like, is it just that all of a sudden it smacks you in the face or was it something that you had, like you kind of said, like you had to take a look at yourself and be like, wait, is it me? Yeah. Like that real, is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I think so many people struggle with that where they go, oh my gosh, like, I don't know why I can't have a relationship that lasts more than a week. I don't know why yeah. I can't break through to that next level of income. I don't know why I can't, you know, generate 10 more leads in my business. And I think like these patterns, like they're, the patterns are there, right? So how do you recognize them? (laughs) Well, first it comes back to confidence every single time and listening to your intuition and listening to your gut. A lot of these people I was going on dates with, or a lot of these things in the beginning of my, even in my business is because I wasn't trusting myself first. I was accepting less. I was settling. I was settling for less than what I wanted instead of cutting it right there when I wasn't being treated respectfully. Right. And, and this does go, this, this is a boundary. Boundaries are sexy, which I did a, a, you said that you checked it out. Boundaries are not bitchy. And right. And I had to come fully into my confidence so I could trust myself because when we don't trust ourselves, we're not trusting our own intuition and our guidance on what really is right for us. Like if I was tapped into self-trust and my intuition in that moment, then I would have actually just walked away from those experiences. And I wouldn't say why, what is wrong with me? It would be a matter of this. You're settling by staying in this right now. And you're not loving yourself by sticking around for someone that's not showing up for you fully, you know, and then that lesson can be taken everywhere. And And a lot of times people remain in situations that are not right for them truly because they don't love themselves enough to believe, you know, it's like, if I leave this job or I leave this part of my business, or I leave this opportunity, if I say no to this, something better won't come along and that's lack and scarcity. And sometimes we have to leap and trust in our business. We have to leap and trust into opportunities. We have to leap and trust with our finances. Sometimes in business, we have to leap and trust when on all of these different areas, And the only way that we're going to be caught really on the other side and trust that we're going to be caught on the other side is if we truly follow what's in here and not follow our heart and not our head through that process. Well, right. And like, that's the thing is like people, I I think too, I've, so I'm sure you've 
follow and read books by Joe Dispenza. Oh, I love him. I went to an advanced retreat last year. Yeah. He's amazing. Like if you're listening to this and you have not read breaking the habit of being yourself, like, yeah, we very, I'm very much aligned with his work. I'm like very picky about who I follow. And he's like one of the main people that I, I feel like he's a brother. We yeah, we are like from the same place. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I, everything he says, and I actually am like rereading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself right now. And like one of the mm-hmm. things he talks about is like, we actually, like if we're unwilling to recognize those patterns that are keeping us stuck and, you know, we may not feel like it's a pattern because like you, your job was going great. Or so you thought like you were on the fast track to success in your work. Yeah. So like that pattern, you know, that pattern may not have been as recognizable had you not had those like intuitive hits to go, huh, something's off. But one of the things he talks about is people actually get addicted to that, that like feeling the stress of not being able to be in a healthy relationship or that people get addicted to like the, their pain points essentially. And then like the brain releases this like cortisol, like it's, it's crazy. And I, I love that you say that because I want to know, like when you fixed yourself and you like did a deep dive into self and said, okay, here are all these patterns. How do I love myself more? How do I find more confidence within myself? How did that translate to leadership? Cause you said it affected your leadership. It affected your work. Oh my gosh. Everything. Yeah. yeah you left <clears throat> corporate America. So like, you know, how it trickled. I want to know how it trickled. Yeah. And it's, it's what I teach now. It's my bread and butter. It's, it's, it's what I'm passionate about. And you know, it's like life is always training us for what we came here to to deliver as a message to the world in whatever way, you know, it's like whether or not someone's struggling. And so they create this product and then it goes viral because they struggled. So they created a solution, right? It's like, I, my deepest core of my work and wanting people to understand that the core of everything is the relationship we have with ourselves and how much we're loving ourselves and choosing ourselves. Because in truth, we can't actually heal the world unless we heal ourselves first. And also it is the key to freedom. Like I think at the core of everything, I teach personal freedom, trusting yourself, following your intuition, loving yourself first. And then everything you need comes along comes to you from that place. Everything that can be a match for the energy that you're radiating. When you hold this pillar of, I accept myself, I love myself, and it will be an ongoing process, by the way, you're never going to just click in and then just fully be there all the time. Uh, but it gets easier and easier as you go, right? And you, you have different boundaries and things up as you go, but we're all human. So we're not going to be perfect in every moment. But when you come back to it, and you radiate it a lot of the time and you, it's a part of your daily practice, people will come to you. You know, it's like in my business and stuff like that, there's been times I've not even had a sales page and I've had well over six figure launches, not doing the things the way the other people said you should do them. But my intuition was like, you don't need a sales page for this. Like just do an application and boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, same, mm-hmm. same. Like everyone's like, oh, are you going to, do you have a go coaching website? And I'm like, nope. I don't need one. Like I, I talk about my offerings on my podcast. I'll mention in my stories, like people, like, I think you meant you nailed it. It's like that energetic match. Like we have to become an energetic match for the business we want to have. And a lot of that is driven by your intuition. It sounds like. Absolutely. Which, you know, like, and to go into this even because it can go kind of deep, you know, even following our intuition means we have to get honest with ourselves because it's not always what we want to hear, what our head wants to hear. That's where when we're humble enough to say, you know what, 
I'm willing to let these things go that my head wants, but I'm willing to trust my higher self. I'm willing to trust my heart. I'm willing to trust. And that takes radical fucking self love. hundred percent. It does. Cause sometimes you gotta, you gotta walk away from things and it's painful. Yeah. I mean, I had to admit, I mean, like, I, I don't know if you follow human design, but I'm a, I'm a six, two profile. So like, I'm like the nat part, natural part, like sage. And so there's been so many things in my life that I just pick up very quickly. Like I'm very quick to master things. I'm very quick to go. That's no longer serving me. Don't yeah. Walk away. But like, yeah. I also am a generator with like real strong gut intuition. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you most of the time, my brain does not agree. Like most of the time, <laughs> my brain and my ego are trying to be like, I don't know this feels crazy. Like, why would you, like when I left my corporate fitness job, it was like my ego and my brain were like, you're going to walk away from that, that pay. Like you've gotten real good at that. It is easy money. And I walked away from it without really like a net. And I mean, I had a net, but it wasn't, it was still like independent work. It wasn't like, I wasn't, I was no longer working for anyone. There was no longer guaranteed income. And so, but yeah, I mean, I think like you're right. It does take radical self-love because there's been many times where, you know, like I'll work with people that don't, they don't master things as quickly as I do. And in the past, like past Danielle, before she realized her toxic patterns would have been like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know why you can't figure this out. Like I'm going to go and figure out something else and just like move from things. And (laughs) I just like, I had to realize like, actually, Danielle, like you push away people sometimes because you expect them to be on that same level as you when it I can reality, resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. Where in reality, like I had to just keep doing me and like, I just had to follow my joy and it wasn't my job to bring people with me. It wasn't my job to like, make sure that like I had enough arms to carry every single person in my life to that next level. I just had to go there. Ultimately what's happened is I've been able to actually bring more people than I ever thought because you become an energetic match for it. Absolutely. People that are then on your level, <laughs> right? Or want to rise and choose to rise themselves, right? Yeah. So, how do you find intuition in your business? Like, if somebody, you know, if somebody's listening to this, and I know that there are, there's, there's so many people that are in entrepreneurship, and like you said, they get so stuck in this, like, well, somebody told me I have to do X, Y, and Z, and somebody yeah. told me this, and somebody told me that, and I want to know, like, in your opinion, how do you break that? Like, what yeah, is the, what are those steps that you break that? Well, masculine, 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 masculine energy all the time. Yeah. Well, first of all, there isn't just one right way to do anything. So you have to trust what feels good to you. If it's not sparking joy, if it doesn't feel like a full body, yes, then it's a no. That's a very simple tool for intuition for me. If it's not a full body, hell yes. Then it's a hail. No, this oh, is how I live my life my language now <laughs> because everybody on my Instagram, somebody messaged me the other day and they're like, you need to coin the term full body. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure somebody's already coined that term, but like everything I do is like, if it is not a full body, yes, it is a no. And yeah. it be, you know what? Because you may be putting your, you may put a lot of maybes on your plate. And if you put a lot of maybes on your yeah, plate, no. You no time for full body yes. And it's a, no. it be a maybe or a no forever. But if it's a no now, true, it's a no now. And then what if, you know, what if part of why the reason why it's not a yes, like, and sometimes we fight ourselves, well, I should, 
do this because of X, Y, or Z, or maybe it can help, or maybe it is right. Or maybe, it, you know, in my business that it's like, okay, the, from the cleanest energy, if you unplug from all the mind monkeys that want to pop out and tell you all these little things and chirp in oh, your shit. ear, all the shit. Yes. Needs. I, I used yes. to should all over my life. Yes. Getting, getting rid of all of that, letting go and just saying, you know what? what does this feel like a yes or no quick decision? <laughs> what is it? Is it sparking joy? Does it feel exciting to you? And if it doesn't feel exciting to you, then it's not your path. And can we get used to following that and setting that as a standard? Like I, I tell my intuition and my higher self, cause I'm very connected intuitively to my inner guidance system, which we all have. I say, make it loud and clear. If it's a yes, and make it loud and clear if it's a no. And you can just loud and clear, but gently and gracefully, like let it be the no. And then if it's a yes, I will know, right? So if I'm house hunting or if I'm dating or if I'm gonna offer something, a program or gonna serve a client, if it is not lighting my soul on fire, then it's a hard pass. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and then there, you know, there's that whole thing with because I, I coach a lot of people that, you know, maybe they have emotional intuition. Maybe they're like, yeah. their design says they're emotional generators or they have, you know, like that splenic kind of authority, or maybe they have like, maybe they're the 1% of the world that's a reflector and they have like, they make decisions after 28 days. God bless them. <laughs> Lord, universe, a lot, like whoever you pray to, like bless those people. I cannot relate to that. But like, like Amanda saying, like you have to be able to listen to your inner compass and whether your intuition is like really sacral and you can like fire an answer really, really fast. Or if you just know yourself and you know that your emotions are going to ride their wave. And if you're trying to make a decision when you have like low energy or you just feel that your energy is not neutral, then yeah, maybe you wait till tomorrow, but like yeah. you're going to yes. know if you listen to yourself. Yes. And I think that's yes. the problem is we try intuition never comes from the mind. Right. No, it doesn't. It drops in. And sometimes there's moments when I'm unclear right away. And then I don't make a decision until it's a yes. And so go for a walk, go take a nap, go for a run, go dance it out, come back to it tomorrow. If you're overthinking, take some time away from thinking about that thing at all. And then when it's time, it'll come in, you know? And one of the things too is you know, although I'm not religious, I pray a lot. And if it's to the universe, whether it's just to life, whether it's to God, whether it's the spirit, your angels, whatever, pray for guidance, pray for support. I have, I'm having, I have all of my groups, all of my clients pray. I'm like, what are we going to pray for support with? Because I'm not doing this thing alone in life either. I'm not doing business alone. And if I think that I am, I'm going to limit what's possible because I know the infinite is the infinite. And so, right. And so the power of prayer too, if you're trying to make a decision or you're wanting to be guided and led, you're wanting your intuition to speak to you, pray about it. It could be so simple. A morning prayer. Hey, will you help me with this thing? Yeah. I was doing this. Um, you just made me think of this. This is kind of off topic, but you'll like this story. <laughs> uh, was doing a human design reading with a one-on-one -on -one client the other day. And, um, she is a generator and we were just talking about, cause I said the same thing. I was like, listen, like it doesn't really matter who you pray to, like you're co-creating with something and yes. whether that be God, whether that be the universe, whether that be your highest self, like, I don't know what that is for you. Only, you know what that is for you. And I said, and you know, I'm not really religious. And she like, stopped me. And she goes, but you kind of are. She's like, you're a very spiritual person, Danielle. And I said, yeah, I guess when I say like, I'm not religious, I mean like modern day religion. Yes. I don't 
I don't go to church. I don't follow like a specific set of rules. Yeah. Yeah. I don't follow a specific set of rules. Like I personally am like very, very based in like very, very clear in the fact that I co-create with the universe and, you know, the law of attraction. Like I follow the divine laws of the universe. Like they are the Bible essentially, you know, like I get it, I feel it. And, but I, I, thought that was interesting because I've always said like, oh, I'm not religious, but now people are like, but you kind of are <laughs> not like the way and she spiritual, not religious. Right. And she, it makes sense because she was actually, um, somebody who comes from the Orthodox Jewish faith. So I feel like that faith is a lot more like, no, but you are, you're just, it's just like on this like bigger plane. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Your own religion. Totally. Yeah. And I think we, I think, I mean, honestly, like that's a whole other I mean, that is an entirely other podcast episode, but I think we get tripped up on that. I think people get tripped up on like whether or not they can follow manifestation or whether or not they can follow like higher self because yes. it doesn't follow their religion. But it's like, think about it. I'm not telling you out there, neither is Amanda. Like, we're not telling you like, you need to believe this. Like I personally, yeah. I don't care what your belief system is. I don't yeah. care what your set of your structure is as long as it is working for you. And if it's working for you, right, you're going to know that it's working for you because you're going to, you're going to feel it like you're saying, right? You're going to feel yeah. it inside of you. And it, like you said, if it's not a full body yes right now, like it's a no. And maybe in an hour, it'll be a full body yes, but yeah. reserve the right to make that decision for yourself. Absolutely. I you agree with that. In your business. Yeah. Like how have you, like, how has that, if it's not a full body yes, it's a no. How has that manifested in your business in terms of what you offer, in terms of like, the programs that you put out, the pricing that you set, like I would absolutely know that. Yeah. So for me, I, uh, people always tell me I'm like the queen of upgrades. So they enter my world and they go through a whole rewiring process of stepping into something greater that they want to build, whether it's more, it's usually more of everything, right? They want to reach more people. They want to help more people. They want to be even more powerful in their gifts. I tend to attract the people that want to be like the best of the best at what they do, whatever industry that they're in. And so for me, when people come into my space, that's the first thing that we do is we tune into, well, what feels good and exciting to you? And are you excited by this pricing? Are you excited by this client you're serving? Are you excited by this program? Are you excited by this music? Are you excited by being a part of that movie? Are you excited by this or that? And if it's not a yes, then it's not a yes. And so they start to attune to that, right? They start to attune themselves to this is my standard universe, that it's got to feel like alive when I'm tuning into it. It's got to feel like something I am excited to show up for some, not something that I'm not excited to show up for. And so one of the first things I have my clients do is we take a look at everything they're doing. Do you, are you still excited by this? Are you still geeking out about this? Are you turned on by this? Are you, and if not, we need to assess whether or not this can, this needs, the energy needs to shift around it, or we have to take a look at something you're moving through. And like, I need to help you move through something so we can have a fresh perspective or we cut it. And in my world, we do, we're ruthless. We'll cut it out. Okay. We're cutting that out now. What are, you know, right? Like, well, ruthless. I love yes. that. It's like going in the closet and it's like, Oh, but I might wear this again. And I tell myself when I do this, I'm like, Amanda, no, you're, you're fucking not going to wear this again. You've worn this in two years. It's out. It's cut. Out. <laughs> my fiance, right. like, she drives, she says, I drive her nuts because I am the queen at like, if she's like, we need to go through our closets. I'm like, okay. And I'll spend 30 minutes. I'm like, gone, 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 gone. I love it. Like she goes, you literally wore that one time. I'm like, it doesn't bring me joy. It's gotta go. Like, dude, I'm the same way. If I, even an outfit for the day, if I put something on, I'm like, I don't know why I just can't wear this today. Yes, yeah, And 
I'm like, I wore this twice. I only bought this six months ago, but it's like not my vibe anymore. It's bringing me down when I, like, I, I get, I'm very impacted by the things around me, what I'm, the clothing I'm wearing and all that. I'm like, it like puts me in a bad mood if it's not in the vibe. Totally. And I also (laughs) dress up if, if like, if I'm supposed to go somewhere where we're supposed to dress up, like if I am more comfortable in like casual clothes, like I'm doing it because if I feel joy, everyone else is going to feel joy too. If I don't feel joy, I'm going to suck energy from this space and nobody wants that. Yes, I agree. And also I'm all also about taking like cozy clothes and making them dressy. Like I'll pop like a booty on with a pair of leggings and like a sweatshirt and just like rock it. (laughs) Same. Okay. So you get rid of everything. And like, I assume that's a tough process for some people because like, you know, if you work for celebrities, like I'm just, my brain immediately went to like somebody in like a TV show like who has been on that show for uh-huh. seasons and they're just no longer feeling it. Like yeah. I imagine the choice to cut that from their life is not an easy one. No, not an easy one. However, you know, I mean, obviously it's, we're never upset for the reason there's a quote in course of miracles. I don't follow that like consistently, but um, I have over the years dabbled in it here and there. But one thing they say is you're never upset for the reason you think you are, you know? So I always, we take a look at the higher picture of like what's coming up for them with that. And then when, when we move through that, then they're more easily able to gracefully step away from the things that we know have expired. Because the thing is, is if we don't step away from the things that are expired, then life is going to start feeling really out of alignment for us and things are going to feel draining. And maybe it's because a bigger opportunity is calling you forward. A bigger way to serve is calling you forward. You have more to offer the world in a different way. Something more beautiful want is pulling on you just as much as you want it. And we have to let go of what's a full body though, what's not resonating, what's not bringing joy anymore to, and, and use that as our compass truly. And that can be hard, right? Because fear of disappointing people, fear of, yeah, of letting people down. Fear fear of like having more free time. That was big for me. Yeah. Like I was the chronic, like put everything on my plate because if I'm not busy, I'm not successful. That was my toxic pattern that Mm. kept coming up over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like the fear of doing nothing was really, really hard for me at first. Yeah. Because it's like we've been programmed to think in order to be successful or contribute in the world. We should be busy. It's like this badge that we wear. And it's like, actually, no, like I, I actually surprisingly enough, people are like, Amanda, you must be so busy all the time. I'm like, actually have a, I truly have balance. I truly don't do things that suck my time anymore. I am really great at delegating. No, I used to not be, I used to be control freak. (laughs) I've had to like time for anything that's not mutual beneficial, like zero. Like, I don't care if it's my family member, a friend, a coworker, like if we're not, there's not an even exchange of energy or if it's not lighting both of us up to do it. mm -mm. I know. And that can be tough because sometimes the other person isn't on the same page with that, you know? And so you and I, I feel like we're a lot alike with this where it's like, we have to be soft and have compassion for things, but we can't be around things that don't light us up. Like whether it's our clothing, whether it's our, you know, the the friends we keep, whether it's the tasks that we do, it just can't. Or otherwise, like we start resenting it and we don't become the best version of ourselves. Totally. Well, and I mean, like, this is a good lesson. Like if you're listening to this and you're like thinking of somebody in your life that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that person is really sucking my energy. And like, I know that they don't feel the same way. Like, you have to get to the point and like, Amanda, you can totally add on to this. Like if you stay 
and help try to keep helping that person or try to keep offering whatever you've been offering that person. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's like friendship. Maybe it's a relationship. Like who knows? If you stay and continue to do that beyond you feeling excited about it, you are actually doing that person more of a disservice. I would say that too. Yes, you are. Yep. And you're keeping them small too, by meeting them in their own limitation and you dim your own light because you reach down and you try to like assimilate to them. And it's, that's why it's uncomfortable is you're not in the same, you're not a vibrational match essentially for that experience anymore. Yeah. There's probably somebody out there that is a match for them and they can actually both use the energy to grow together or that person for the first time in their life can actually figure it out themselves. Exactly. Instead of sourcing and pulling on other people, which sometimes can happen. And when you are really bright light and, you know, I'm sure you've experienced too, sometimes people want to reach up and reach up and reach up. But for me and my work, it's all about self-sourcing. So it's, it's a lot to carry other people's pain and burdens. And also too, that's kind of saying that they're not powerful enough to, to move through that themselves doesn't mean that we're ice queens and we can't show up for people and have compassion and help people. But when you're on, when you have people in your life where you feel met by them and you feel seen by them, then, then even when you're helping people through, it's like a still feels like you're receiving. It's an interesting, it's like, it's someone you love and they love you. And you're kind of in the same place of empowerment in your life. It just, it just feels fueling to even support one another. And it's, you're just more equally matched, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I offer a three month one on one like coaching container. And it's very similar, it seems like to what you offer, where we like break down and we reframe from like the bottom up. And, yeah. you know, it's it, people. And it's funny that you said that earlier when you're like, people always go, I'm so, you're probably so busy. I'm like, mm, not really. <laughs> but I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So busy, (laughs) but no, like I, but I agree. And then, you know, I work with these clients and I, I, people go, doesn't that drain you? Like, doesn't that drain you to like work one-on-one with people like that? I'm like, actually, no, it doesn't because a, I'm very specific about who I take in. I mean, if you're going to work with me one-on-one for three months, like that's about as close to me as you're going to get besides like my fiance and my son. And like, you better believe I'm going to make sure that we are a match before I accept you into that program. But then once you are in that program, like actually working with you and seeing your growth actually helps me grow and it unlocks things in myself. And I think, I think if we're, if we're talking about entrepreneurship, that is the biggest reason why making sure that all of the relationships you have in your businesses are mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. are lighting you up and are a full body yes, because if they're not, you're going to be too drained to actually even see and receive something that is actually meant for you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why it's important to get in circles and groups and be a part of things where you're, where people are mm-hmm. in a similar place to you. They're thinking the same, they're growing, they have a growth mindset, right? They're empowered in their lives and they're taking responsibility for their own results. When people come in to work with me, whether it's like I train coaches. So, you know, I have my, it's once a year, I run a a coaching certification program. It's they're taking responsibility and they know when they walk in the doors of something with me, whether it's my mastermind or what, that they know that they are responsible. I am not responsible for anyone's results. They are. I'm here to provide support and to help lift them and to help show them how they can create and whatever they touch turns to gold. That's one thing that I like to say is my people learn how to do that, but they are the ones doing it. I'm not the ones doing it for them. And so we have to really learn how to lead ourselves too. And 
become a part of groups where people are also doing the same thing. And then when you're supporting each other, again, it's just, it's a whole different energy. It feels uplifting versus draining. Get around your people, find your people. (laughs) Yeah. Because then, I mean, I'm sure then when you work with clients and you do this work with them, all of a sudden, maybe any hesitations they had around selling, raising their prices, you know, like all of a sudden those fears start to go out the window and they go, of course the price went up. Like absolutely their option because selling becomes fun. Yeah. Well, when you know what you have, they need it. And they, here's the thing is like the vibration that I hold and have my clients holding when I'm teaching entrepreneurs, this stuff is like, I don't actually sell. I don't do, we don't, I don't have, we don't have to sell. I don't believe that. I feel like it sells itself. And I feel like I know that people need the thing. So I radiate that energy. So when I'm talking about it, people come to me versus me trying to chase the ships down. Right. And so we can also decide that, that our energy is so powerful. We don't have to chase clients down. Like we can actually hold our, our energy in a place of confidence. So going back to that, like owning yourself worth and confidence with what you have to offer and hold our heart open to not from not arrogance. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance, right? Where it's like, damn, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Like this thing's fucking amazing. Everyone needs this. Uh, and you're drinking your own Kool-Aid. I like to say like drinking your own damn Kool-Aid where people can actually convince you that they need to be a part of their program. Like write down, write that down in your journal in the morning that people are convincing you. People are wanting to pay you high end. People are wanting to jump into your programs and they chase you down. And then I ask myself and have my clients reflect on who do I need to become? If I want that to be my reality, who do I need to become and be and own? myself as. Oh, that's so good. I have a lot of, um, network marketing. I, I have a lot of women and men in network marketing that listen to this show. I'm cool. I have yeah. Network, I have a network marketing business as well. And like, I was one of those people that moved very quickly to like the top of the company back. Of course you did. <laughs> well, because I, was I could sense people. that about you. Yes. But I only realized <laughs> that after the fact, like when mm-hmm. it was happening, I had only, I mean, when I say I had dabbled in energetics and like spirituality, I had read the secret. Like, that's it. Like, (laughs) like, that's a great place to start. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a, it's a beautiful place for people to like start, but like, I hadn't, I hadn't read Joe, like I hadn't done anything yet. And so I had no idea what was happening. Now I look back on that experience and I go, I didn't sell anything. I just really loved the brand. I loved what I was had to offer. I loved what it was doing for my life. And people were literally running to me. And yeah, but we live in a world where that is not acceptable. And I think that's where people get stuck is they go, well, well, no, but that's not typical. You know, most people are going to have to like, I'm, I'm thinking in the network marketing industry and I want you to like answer this. I have so much of the network marketing industry is like, do your reach outs. Did you, did you oh, find, no, no, no. did you go find people? Did you find 40 people to talk to this month? And it's like, no, anyone reaches out to me there. It's a hard pass for me immediately. Hard I don't know. It feels invasive and that kind of sales doesn't work anymore. At one point in time it did, but we're in a new period. People are intuitive. People don't want to be hunted down. Mm-mm. No. And people go, oh, but then nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to be like buying from me. And I said, you know, maybe. Okay. So maybe you had a business in the past where you could just like reach out to 40 people and like make them feel guilty. And then they end up buying something and it's like weird and the energy's weird. And then they never shop from you again. And like, or, you know, they were like, okay, I'll start a business. But like then have no in like 
they it wasn't a match to begin yeah. with. So then it's like, what's better? Moving a little slower and like really finding out what makes you tick and like what you're excited about and letting people come to you or yeah. like force feeding. And this goes for any industry, but I like the first thing that came to mind because you were like, I don't actually chase people. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Hard pass. That stings a lot of people in sales because everything people are taught in sales and marketing is go find your clients. And it's like, yeah, no, I don't do that. No, No. we make invitations like on social, we make invitations and we put it out there, but the, I don't, I don't want those kinds of people in my programs. That's why I have amazing people in all my groups is because they want to be there. They choose to be there. And they're like, I want to work with Amanda and I only want to work with Amanda. And like, I, but I set that as a standard myself. So if you're listening to this, like what I would do if you're a network marketing is make sure that whatever you're selling, you actually really, really love that product so much that you're drinking your own Kool-Aid with it. You're like, oh my gosh, everyone needs this. It's so dang good. Right. So that like, you're not trying to necessarily, and, and yeah, you can seed it into conversations and whatever, but for me, yeah, I don't, even I have a person who does enrollment calls now. She's a previous client of mine, which is brilliant, by the way. Uh, I got the download here. It's following your intuition. I got the download while I was doing my makeup one day. It was like, you have to hire Nora as your salesperson. Um, she took my certification and she also was through a mastermind back to back and she's crushing it and every she's amazing. And I'm like, I wonder if she would want to jump on these calls because I don't want to jump on them anymore. I don't want to do them anymore. It's not a good use of my time anymore. Not that I don't want to. It's just, I need to spend my time other, I'm one person, right? So I need right. some support. And she like, she, she loves it so much. She, she's so passionate about it. She's probably better to do it anyways, because she's been through the program. So she can give people honest opinions about her experience. And because she's the biggest, my biggest advocate, I'm like, I was shown a vision of hiring her. And, and so it came in two days in a row and I'm like, fine, I'll just reach out to her. And it's been the most beautiful partnership ever. It's like, I, I've manifested her I've been putting this out in the universe for the last year of like, please send me someone who can do these calls, enrollment calls better than I can. And it's it's a huge piece, like being able to be humble enough to say, I'm no longer the right person for this. Yeah. Bring in someone better. I can, but it's, but I would rather even to have them talk to someone who's been through it so they can give you real time, their side and their experience in what they've achieved after working, going through both it. And then just so beautiful that she's gone through both. So now she does enrollment for my mastermind too, which is amazing. Uh, No. And I trust her with everything in my soul. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm already, I was being shown. I'm like, she's going to do amazing. Yeah. There's some training involved, but she's already gone through my sales process. She already knows how I run those calls and we don't do high pressure sales. We don't, she doesn't either. Uh, We, it's like more of an informational call. And then they get pulled in. I always set the intention that something pulls them in to be a part of this. And that's how it ends up going. And we just had a six-figure launch over, well over six-figure launches in my certification. And this is how, yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, it's repeat for us. I mean, it's basically that's, yeah, we're, we're just continuing to grow and, and scale everything from here. But also too, it doesn't have to be that hard. It really doesn't. And when we allow, when we really follow our intuition, right? But also too, along with that, what's really important is guiding our life and knowing that we get to choose what we want to create and not just fall like, okay, like what's next in front of me? It's like, be like, dream really big. 
dream really big, hold your container open really wide, you know, set a really powerful stage for yourself and expectation for yourself in your life and in your money and in your, how you want to feel and in your finances, dream really big, and then give your higher self permission, your intuition, God source, whatever you believe in the universe permission to guide you into that life. And then just listen listen and follow the breadcrumbs, you know, and it's like when you're going to offer something or do something, feel into yourself and how it feels and set that standard. Full, like you would say too, because we're soul sisters, <laughs> full body fuck yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I once, when I was like doing human design certification, I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing readings. Like that sounds really exciting to me. I went to my mentor and I was like, what do you charge for your one-on-one? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you that. She's like, honestly, she goes, you need to feel into it and you yes. need to let that come to you. And that was the best advice I could have ever received because from that moment on now, I don't just set my pricing based off of like, what everybody else is pricing. I like ask for guidance. Yes. And I go, ask for guidance. What is the, what's the number? And like, I'm, I'm really drawn to angel numbers. So like most of my oh, pricing mm-hmm. is set around angel numbers, mm-hmm. but you know, it like feels good. And it's, it's so cool the way you say, like, you know, you have to, you have to draw people in, like almost wanting to be there. And I have so much respect for people that just follow that intuition inside of them. And, um, like right now, my friend and I are planning this retreat next month in, Palm Springs. Amazing. It's it's a reframe. It's called the reframe. And we're basically going to like break down a lot of these like patterns and everything we've been talking about. Like it's a return to recharge for entrepreneurs. Like it's specifically for entrepreneurs. And we have a VIP inner circle, which is like the people, there's like six spots, like that's it. And they're available to like stay in the house. And the women that have just been like booking that without hesitation, I'm like, fuck yes. Like that is the vibe of 2022 and beyond. Like don't second guess it. Stop letting your logic, like this logical brain you have go, Oh, but what about this? And what about that? Because you've literally just missed your boat. Like you've just missed this amazing thing that was given to you for a reason. Totally. And so I love that you do that with your, with your programs. It's like, yeah, people like, I don't want people to work with me that like, it doesn't feel good. Like I, that's not the energy I'm trying to create with. And that's not the Mm-mm. type of energy that I'm trying to put out into the world. You know, and I think no, so many people yeah. get stuck on like, Oh, it just feels weird. But like somebody, my mentor told me to do this. And it's like, does that feel good for you? Because the way, even the way that you're saying that to me right now, I'm like, I can feel how uncomfortable it is. Totally. Yeah. And if you think you have to do something in order to get people and it's not working for you, like maybe reassess, reassess that too. If it doesn't feel natural, organic and good in your soul, then it's probably not going to work because people are going to feel the energy behind you. I don't care what people are saying. It's I feel because I am, I'm very intuitive. So I feel things. I don't even really need to read sales pages. If I were to, you know, I've had the same mentor actually for a very long time. I'm very picky with who I follow and my mentors and all that too, and the energy that they uphold. And for me, so a lot of my clients are the same way, just because you end up attracting people that are like you. Right. And so for me, like if I feel like someone is trying too hard in their strategy, like it's a turn off for me. Like I want to be aroused into it. (laughs) I want to feel the energy. I want to feel something. And, you know, so rather than feeling like you have to lure people in, or even sometimes I see this too with people, it's like, they feel like they, and you have to have some sort, some sort of strategy. Absolutely. But what if it can be as easy as showing up and talking about it a few times 
And your energy speaks for itself every other time through your content, you know, adding amazing value um, and really having an open heart. And really, like for me, it always comes back to the heart as well. It's also a huge part of my work is, you know, asking who I can serve with this, who could be blessed by this, who would this, who would receive miracles by being a part of this and making sure that you exude that energy when you are teaching something as well, or talking on social, you know, the energy that, again, that we're holding inside is what people are feeling and responding to at any given point. So it's like, what kind of leader do you want? Would you want to hire and become that person? Yeah. The last thing I kind of want to touch on with you is following your podcast. She has a great podcast, y'all, by the way, we'll put the link to it in our show notes, but the most recent episode you did that I listened to was, um, boundaries aren't bitchy. And I want to know, like, how important is it to set boundaries in your business Yes, in order to follow your intuition? Yeah, it's really important. And I say this because I learned the hard way. I was miss pushover, people pleaser, wanting everyone to love me, including my clients. Like I'm like, I would always, and even in the beginning, this is why I have my cert now because and because I struggled too, where I'd be like, oh, was that good enough? Or was this good enough? And um, I actually feel energy moving for people with that one. So <laughs> sometimes I get energy that moves up my throat when I'm talking about something and removing fears aside. And so it's a big one for people is like second guessing themselves after you write a post or you share something or lead a session or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, in truth, when you really truly understand the power of what you do and you can come back to that, that really is what is going to guide you and lead you into all the success and having boundaries in business is something that also creates that confidence. And so for me, once you start understanding what doesn't feel good anymore or where your energy is leaking, I like to say, like there's a part of you, that just feels like it's leaking out like that client has your confidence or social media has your confidence or Instagram has your power, right? You can understand how to create those boundaries with yourself. So here's an example of some that I set in my business. So if someone is in my mastermind and I've had had to do this in my last round of it and my clients are amazing, no one got upset, but you know, a couple of them would reach out for me on Boxer for support, but it doesn't include Boxer support. That's for my high level private clients and that's it. Or they might reach out to me on DMs and send me a voice note. But the support is just through email or through the Facebook community because it's a group program, right? And so I had to kindly say, hey, I would love to support you with this. Can you shoot me an email? Or remember to post it in the group too, that those are the best places to get support. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that. Or, or you know, like, oh, we just, I just thought it would be quicker to like say it or whatever, but I have to follow my my boundaries because there's people that pay me quite a massive premium to get my one-on-one access and it doesn't include that. So I also want to make sure I'm not getting all these support questions that are just coming at me all the time. Otherwise, I don't have energy to give to the group or right, I'll be depleted and I need to have those boundaries and honor the container instead of having everything be so loosey-goosey because it would take me down before, before I would answer them, before I would answer the DMs, before I'd be like, I need to solve this problem right now for this client. Like I need to help her so that, you know, I don't want to lose her, her to think that I'm not a good person. And it's like, what are you talking about? No, people respect you more when you have boundaries and they do they respect you more and it creates confidence. And so you kind of have to give zero fucks 
what people think. (laughs) I've learned that the hard way too. Yes. Exact same way as you like Instagram, like I, cause it's still a really big thing. Like I, my Instagram community, I love, and I, you know, people will send me messages all the time. And like, I do like to get back to people and I do like to read every comment and I do like to read. I don't want my Instagram to become a place where like some random person is answering for me. Like, no, same. I don't do that either in my voice, but like what used to happen was people would say, you know, I'd get, I'd get messages in my DMS and it'd be like, can I pick your brain about something? Yeah, no, no, no. And I'd be like, sure. And then it would just be like, I'd be like, oh wow. Okay. And And it's like, you gave them a coaching session for free. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And they're dumping on you. Yes. And Mm -hmm. now like I am so clear and people know, like, do not slide into my DMS and say, can I pick your brain? Because no, you can't. No. The answer is no. Like, cannot. There will be no every time. However, you can either listen to my podcast, you can keep following content on here, you can go talk to your mentor, or you can purchase my one-on-one coaching program. Yeah, absolutely. It feels yeah. good to say that because it honestly has like freed up so much of my time. And and yeah, people respect it more. And obviously, if they don't respect it more, it's just a projection, right, of like boundaries that they're not setting in their own life. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, when we heal it for ourselves, we heal it for everybody else. And then, right. And then it's like my leaders that I'm supporting and that group specifically was for my uh, female, my female entrepreneurs mastermind. So now guess what? They get to do that in their business. They get to do that with their clients. They get to patch up any loose ends that they have in their, in their boundaries that are not honoring them. That's draining them, burning them out. Yes. And it's making them resent their business. Yes. And and I'm not available for burnout. I can't tell you the last time I've ever been burned out. I don't let myself. No. And it takes away from your genius. Like if yes. you're not honoring the boundaries you set, or if you're not setting boundaries, you're pulling yourself away from your genius. This like put this true this genius that you were given that like no one else has in the way that you have it. And it's like you're doing the world a bigger disservice if you're not following that. I have a I have a mentor actually that I'm so proud of her because I, I set very, I started setting very clear boundaries a couple years ago and I noticed like she wasn't and yeah. it was like, but then, you know, she became this person who like, she took all of her leaders and she liked to like hold them in this like tight ball and like make sure that like everybody was like staying in the lines and like doing everything right. And she got so exhausted. Like it literally made her sick. And yeah, I, I would say like, you know, you don't have to answer, you don't have to be, you don't have to lead everyone's businesses. You don't have to micromanage no. your leaders. Like your leaders are your leaders. And actually the best, the re- the way that you show that you're like the best leader, the leader's greatest return is actually becoming unnecessary in your organization. Like that is actually my biggest goal with like the leaders that I coach. I'm like, if it's exactly right. Me, yeah. I did my job. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the biggest thing is like leaders that lead themselves. Yes. Leaders that lead themselves. And can teach other people to lead. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it has to continue on. And like, so I have this this friend of mine who's was, is a mentor of mine in a lot of ways. And she, she finally is like setting these boundaries. And like, I sent her a text a couple of weeks ago and she goes, I need you to make sure that you send this to this person because I can't take all of this. And I was like, I see you for those boundaries. Like I was so proud of her where Danielle three years ago would have been like, oh, well, that was rude. 
But Danielle now is like, I see you. I respect yeah, you. Cause you heal that inside of you. hundred percent. Yeah. And she, and I think we get so, we get so afraid of like people being angry, but it's like, no, like it's not it's too bad job. if they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not your you job. have to care less yes, and it doesn't make you a nice queen. No. And it makes, it makes you care more in the areas that you should. Yes. And it's a level up. Yes. 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 Uh, I feel like I could talk to you literally all, all day. Aww, um, this is so I fun. To tell people, there's definitely people listening to this that like want to know how they can work with you. So yeah, where can we find you? How can we work with you? Tell us everything. Yeah. So the next way to work with me, we start, I believe right in the middle of June, we're finalizing the exact date. I think it's June 14th. That's what we have slated right now. Um, and it's a next group of my mastermind and it's a high level mastermind for people that already have businesses going. So they already have success. I usually have people join in all different industries, which is super cool. And together we are going to see how much we can actually create and manifest together, like straight up miracles. So a lot of what I teach is infinite possibilities, right? And we don't have to necessarily wait in line or wait a long time for things to take off, or we can choose to learn how to expand into greater possibility. And so it's really cool because it's like the unimaginable unimaginable starts happening. I had people during the 2020 pandemic have the best financial years of their life in, in industries where it makes no sense, like real estate. I had people selling homes during the 2020 pandemic that were multi-million dollar homes through FaceTime. Like they had to really learn how to step out of limitation and to trust the magic of the universe. And so when you enter this, this is like, we're stirring gold together. We are awakening the magic of the universe. And also we are tightening our leadership up. So, because in order to manifest greatness and to experience greatness, we also have to make sure that we are in alignment with confidence, as I mentioned, and owning ourselves at our next level, but also, also my leaders have really big hearts. We're here to actually be the best of the best of what we do. We care. We care about our clients. We care about the world. So how much magic can we create and bring in for ourselves when we're all feeding off of each other's energy? We create more as a group together. Um, so we're going to be doing that in the middle of June. It goes for five months and we're doing a two day in-person retreat with it too. So that's my next thing. And I run my certification only once a year. So the next one isn't until 2023 for that, but illuminated is my certification as well um, as other workshops and things that I do throughout the year. You have a podcast so called- I do illuminated illuminated the podcast. Yes. Check it out. We do solo. I do a lot of solo casts on there and also have guests on as well. And, uh, really just a lot of what we talked about today, just on different topics like money, leadership, love, relationships, self-worth, a lot of on the feminine energy and intuition and those types of topics as well to get you feeling really empowered. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Please go follow her. And you're on Instagram at Yep. The Amanda Merritt is my handle because someone has my name. So we had to add a little V in front of it. And so it's the same. Since posted one time. They they haven't posted since like 2015 or something. I've messaged her. I know it's always that. I know I'm like, come on, can I have my handle? Oh, well, whatever. And I'm also on TikTok. So I've been guided to show up there. That's a really great place to grow business right now too. So the Amanda Merritt on there as well. And then my website is just amandamerritt.com. Amazing. Well, you are such a gem and I know this is not going to be the last time our paths cross. I can feel it now. So thank you so much for your time. It's such a gift and, um, it doesn't, I don't take it lightly and I hope. Yeah. Thank you, Danielle. This is so fun to chat with you. We're so alike in a lot of ways. So it's fun, (laughs) fun to, fun to chat about all the things.
I just have to talk about almond cow. I don't know if you've heard of almond cow. I don't know if you have an almond cow, but if you don't have an almond cow, here is your sign to get one. I drink an obscene amount of nut milk and our family goes through so much of it because we drink smoothies every day and we buy so much of it. And it's hard because so much nut milk out there is not great for you. And it's full of like carrageenan or preservatives or added sugars or weird fillers. And I just feel like it doesn't need to be that way. That's one problem. And two, it's expensive. We go, we used to go through like six of those milked hazelnut cartons every single month, at least. I mean, probably more than that, if I'm being honest. Um, But we used to spend so much money on those and they're not recyclable because they have wax on the carton and it's just not a sustainable practice. So Almond Cow is a company that created a nut milk maker, but not one that gives you a headache and is a ton of cleanup. It's literally, you get this drum that you put the whatever nuts you want. We love making hazelnuts. You can do oat, you can do coconut, you can do almond, you can do pistachio, you can do macadamia, like you can do cashew. You can make alcoholic drinks in there. I mean, there's so much you can do with this thing, but you basically, you put the nuts in the drum, you add water to the carafe, you push a button on top, it grinds it all up, it creates the nut milk, and then you pour it into these little jars that they send you that look like those old-fashioned milk jars. They're amazing. I highly suggest you go check them out at Almond Co at their Almond Cow website. And um, up until a little while ago, my code to use at checkout was Danielle15. My code for... Uh, Almond Cow is now uh, Danielle 20, which gives you the same perks, only there's more now. Anytime you order from Almond Cow, so even if you've already bought an Almond Cow, but you need to restock on your nuts or your oats or your coconut, you can use my code anytime you order from them now, which is awesome because it used to just be your first purchase. So use my code Danielle 20 at checkout and get yourself a discount. I love her. I love her. I love her. I hope you loved that as much as I did. I hope you got so much out of that interview. Please come tell me about it. I would love to hear your thoughts and just kind of, you know, where it, where it hit you and did, did it resonate with you? Make sure you share it with somebody. If there is somebody in your life that you know this episode would resonate with, like please share it with them. Share it to your Instagram stories. I love resharing. I love seeing what you are loving. And don't forget to give Amanda a follow. Don't forget to go and look into her program. All of the links for her are in our show notes. You can go right from there. It is so, so good to talk to her. I just love meeting people like that. I love having conversations with people like that. I love putting myself into spaces with people that are in the same alignment of like growth that I'm in. So we'll be back on Friday with another unplugged episode. And until then, I hope you have the most beautiful day ever. Love you.